Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All set for your flight? Yep, I've got everything I need. Eye mask, neck pillow, T-Mobile, headphones. Wait, T-Mobile? You bet. Free in-flight Wi-Fi. 15% off all Hilton brands. I never go anywhere without T-Mobile. Same goes from a water bottle, chewing gum, nail clippers, okay, passport. Okay, I'm going to leave you to it. Find out how you can experience travel better at T-Mobile.com slash travel. Qualifying plan required. Wi-Fi were available on select U.S. airlines. Deposit and Hilton Honors membership required for 15% discount. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. AJ, Rudo, Evan, coming to you live after the Avs blow it against the New York Islanders. Turn a 3-0 lead into a 5-4 loss. Uh, it was not a good third period by any stretch of the imagination. I felt like there are probably a, a lot of positives coming through this game in the first period and a half, two periods. Uh, and then it all fell apart, and everything is bad, and nothing is fun, and everyone hates the world. And that's what happened. So instead, let's talk about a pick of the week for DraftKings Sportsbook. Go ahead and go over there and pick either the Phillies or the Astros. I don't care who you pick. If you want to make AJ mad, pick the Phillies. If you want to make AJ feel normal. DNVR is basically Team Susie and Team AJ. Right now, Team AJ is just Just AJ. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't have have a lot of friends on this one. So... Go pick the Phillies, I guess, then, oh, uh, to win the Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. Uh, to win the World Series. It's kind of like you the Stanley lose Cup. You're going to wonder what those lose. odds would be. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good odds on the Phillies winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, anyway, do that over DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Evan. You said you'd do it. So yeah, I sixty said I'd second do it. rundown. Put it on the clock. Oh. <laughs> you have time to prepare yourself while Yah here finds the clock. Okay. All right. All right. First period, nothing happened, so I'm gonna skip past that. <laughs> Second period. Accurate. The Avs kind of got it going. The top line figured some things out. Rodriguez kind of fit in there. Uh, Georgiev made some big saves, including stretching out to. Hold things, I guess, hold them at bay while Rantanen came out of the box and scored a ridiculous goal. And then Rodriguez got another one. And then the uh, the uh, third period <laughs> happened. Uh, the Avs gave, I guess they gave up a goal at the end of the second. They kind of turned things there. Um, third period happened, and I don't know if the top line was just exhausted from playing pretty much the entire last two games. and But they fell apart defensively. They were in shambles, gave up. Three quick goals, an empty net goal, and then Newhook scored a, uh, you know, a pointless goal, but potentially not pointless goal. We'll talk long about term. it. Yeah. And uh, the Avs kind of blew it, and now they head to Finland. Well done. 
In the 60 seconds. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I, I think you summed up the first period well. Just not a ton went on in that period. Uh, it, it, it almost felt like a continuation of the New Jersey game. A little bit more high octane. There was some events happening. But not a ton going on there. So we don't have to touch on that too much. But the second period, the second period felt genuinely like a good abs period for most of it. They were dangerous. They were converting opportunities. Is I guess let's start here. Are you guys focusing more on taking the positives out of this game, or are you focusing more on needing to fix the negatives? Fix the negatives. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, it's hard to focus on the positives when the negatives are what happened in the most immediate past. So, probably more negative. Recency bias confirmed. Yeah. Uh, I I agree. Had you, had you swapped the games? Had you swapped last night and tonight? Sure. Same results and everything. But the way that they played, yep. I don't think you'd be so frustrated going into having a week off. Yeah. Uh, but having been up 3 nothing. You have a three-one lead going yep. into the into the third period. Your goaltender is balling out great. for you. Yeah, he's he's playing great. He he gives up one he shouldn't for the game winner. Sure, but wow. you don't. Well, it ended up and, not being the game winner actually. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true enough. Uh, somehow he'll still he gets he still gets the L for that. Yep, L for an empty net goal yeah. game winner. <laughs> Which is another good reason why goalies should not have wins and losses next to their name. Um, your goal, your goalie's playing great, and you don't do anything to. You get up three nothing, and you just and you just stop. stop. Yeah. You just stop, and like it was, it was fine. Like they, they didn't really have a huge problem until that it got to three two. Until the shift, because <laughs> once it got to three two, the the abs actually pushed really, really hard for a few minutes. Don't score, and then it's like ninety seconds. Yeah, and but, then and then that's they, it. And then they just yeah. turn the switch all the, rest, the way off. The rest yeah. of the game was just all downhill. Yep. The uh, we'll talk about it, I'm sure. But this team is just—they live and die by their top players right now because the rest of the team is just not not playing well, and just they're playing well, over their they're, heads. They're not even. They're barely playing. Yeah, that's the your, other thing. Your top players are playing well, almost part, half the game. That's yep. part of why they're living and dying by the top lo- top players because the, the rest of the team can't get on the ice. And, I mean, the second period, the top line gave them the lead. And then the third period, they gave it away. Yep. It's really that simple. And, you know, I think we're going to blame the top players a lot right now, but in which they deserve a good amount of blame for especially how two of them are at least playing. Yep. But it's all on them right now. And that's the reality of the situation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, looking at positives here first, because that's the, we'll go in the order that the game happened. Look, abs get a power play goal with Erod in the middle. Encouraging place to start the game yeah and a different look yep you know it's it's not uh erod with the one timer on the wing you know it's it was a different look he's in the top uh he's in he's on the top unit he's in the middle of the ice and we saw that the the islanders just did not respect that the abs were going to make that play yep 
And when they made it, they burned him. Yep. And you watch Miko pull off the play, be patient, execute just enough to slip the yeah. pass through the stick. And it's an amazing play. It's like good quality hockey. Like they, yep. they let that guy into the middle because they didn't respect that that guy was going to do anything. And on a power play where you have Makar, McKinnon, Rantanen, and then Lekkonen and Evan Rodriguez. Evan Rodriguez is the fifth guy that you're worried about. Yep. So, a quality job there. Uh, Evan described the second goal great. Look, if you're looking for a positive note, defensively, PK was good again. Uh, You got to at least feel positive there. They've shored up an issue that was a problem through the first six games of the season. Five games of the season, really, I guess. But last three games, PK has been pretty darn good on the whole. Um, they get the goal out of Miko coming out of the box. Benefit, cool. Miko with a with a very, very nice shot for the record. He just makes it look so easy, and that's why you watch him and you're like, this is so frustrating yeah. at times. Yeah, well, and and I, I wanted to get this in there because we're going to rip Miko Rantanen and we're going to rip Nathan McKinnon. But Miko had a two-point night, and McKinnon ends up getting an assist on the third goal, which is a tip-in by Erod. So it's not like they did nothing. It's just they didn't close out the game. They just completely collapsed in on themselves and, and, and played, certainly in McKinnon's case, genuinely terrible hockey for a large portion of the third period. So needs to be better. I would have benched Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, personally, um, because it wasn't even it wasn't even the shift where they give up the tying goal. Yeah, it was the shift the the shift before that. We don't need the novel <laughs> on screen. It screws everything. It's up. just we too long. Well, yeah. we can't we can't see it. Yep. Um. Honestly, like uh, McKinnon, I mean he he isn't paying attention. And a puck gets away from him that should have been a clean zone exit. Yep. And it ends up in him cross-checking a guy who'd gotten behind him for a scoring chance. You yep. know, who he he does it out of desperation. And it never should have gotten there. And I would have... And that right there, I would have benched him then. Yeah. And I, I understand, like, you're up 3-2 and, like, you don't... Like, you don't treat star players like that in the NHL. Like, mm-hmm. I like teams just don't do that to their star players. But that is, you're talking about, you're, you're talking about accountability, and Nathan McKinnon. That that entire I, meltdown there, it was selfish. Certainly, it was all all of it was selfish hockey. It was bad hockey. It was lazy hockey. And I would have benched Nathan McKinnon. We were I, sitting downstairs, and I yeah, said it. He did. Ed, I said it before well, they it, gave up that tying goal, where McKinnon and his line were brutal defensively, yep. and gave up the game Just tying awful. goal. I said I would have I would have benched Nathan McKinnon right then. And to send that message and say, this can't happen. Well, you cannot be the guy that is leading the way and playing hockey like this. And the conversation there, though, like unacceptable, man, I I agree with you. And and you bring it up. Yeah. Nathan McKinnon's a star player. But if Martin Kaut did that, he'd never play in the NHL again with this team. Like they would banish him so quickly. We saw last year. Last year. Do you guys remember Mikhail Maltsev? Yep. Had that one awful yeah. game. Has has one turnover. Yeah. Has a, a a brutally bad, lazy turnover. And that was it. And then and he, he was gone. He fails to get a puck in deep. Yep. On a line change, and it cost them. It cost them a goal. 
and he got he got cut. Yep, at night before yeah. they got on the airplane. Yep, it happened that quickly that they pulled the ripcord on it, and that was that's and and you know what you could want you you could say what you want about things like accountability, and it's easy to do to a guy like Mikhail Maltsev. It's yep. easy to take a depth guy and and hanging around hanging around his neck and say you've got to you you can't hurt the bottom of our lineup. But when it's your tip top guy like that, fuck that, man. He's got a he's got a he's got an A on the chest. Just, he's been a part yep. of the leadership group. You just can't have it. He sets such a huge tone for how this team, especially with no Gabe Landeskog around. He sets such a tone for them. You know, he's the big cheese. He's the big emotional presence that's there right now while Landy's not here. And for him to have for him to have to have been that bad, he should have been benched before he had the chance to go out there and, and, and be a part of the group that blew that game. He should have been benched. Yep. And it, it was it it they hadn't even finished blowing the lead, and it was unacceptable from him. And then, and then it it gets worse. Yeah, it didn't. It never got better either. That that's a, one of my big concerns. Is after the Avs blow the lead, you're still getting pretty terrible play. Yeah, and and I mean your other your other bests, you know, Miko yep. Miko Ranton in in a game where he it he, started out really and well, and then he just and there were individual plays like the the. The insane pass to Taves near the end. Sure. Exactly, like but in, there were individual things, but the there's too many shifts where it isn't there. Shift yeah. by shift, if you go yep. and you watch Miko Rantanen on shift by shift, and just watch that dude, you're just like, good lord, like what are you doing? I mean, I'm joking around downstairs, like, oh, mm-hmm. he's just trying to see how many points he can score <laughs> without while, while limiting his amount of movement. <laughs> but the guy has the guy has taken on. Such a mentality that he does not have to work hard to be successful in the NHL. Yeah, you can't take it to the extreme. Like and that. It, the pendulum has swung so far from me thinking that this guy is going to be the next Yarmir Yager with him figuring out he can just overpower everybody. He could be the premier power forward in the NHL to wondering if this guy's the next Alexei Kovalev, a supremely talented but unbelievably lazy player. I mean, I think you're taking that too far of an extreme too, I, but... I, well, where's the bottom? At what point does he get pulled aside? And, and and they have a conversation and say, grow the fuck up, man. Like, knock it off. You can't be successful playing hockey like this. Yeah. It's not like he was like this during their postseason. He was not he was not this lazy. Not. He got better as the postseason went on. And like there were there were some there were some issues. That that Miko had that there were some mitigating circumstances. He got really sick last spring. Yep, lost a bunch of weight, and so there was something there that you could point to and say it might be really contributing to this. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that's contributing to the to 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 this right now, other than what like the fact that he's just not being held accountable when he plays this really cute shit. And it's not Miko Ranton is not solely responsible for for tonight's meltdown. There isn't one player. No. Like you got we got Don't. comments that are like, how long can you guys do this with Martin Cow? Like Martin Cow played he, like four minutes he tonight. Was, he didn't have the opportunity to be that bad. 
And he was not even close to the worst dude on that line because Curtis <laughs> McDermott was there. Well, and and just like, I just don't. I and, and you can you can look at Miko Ranton, you can look yeah. at Nathan McKinnon, you look at Kale McCarr, and, and you look at all three right. of those guys, and you say you're just not playing and, the way that and, you need to play. And we'll look at some of these other guys too, but the reality is, the dudes you're putting on the ice for half of the game. Mm-hmm. 30 yeah. minutes of the Evan, game. Evan Rodriguez had 27 minutes of ice time. If those dudes aren't getting it done, you can't expect the dudes behind them to get it done. And like, I don't even have a strong problem with Evan Rodriguez playing 27 Me either. minutes. He was their best player. He, he was one of their best guys out there tonight. But where's where's Arturi Lekkinen gone here? Yep. This is starting to get a little long. In the t- JT Comfort makes a great pass to Andrew Cogliano. And he just a Nothing and Cox finish just can't on finish it. it. Yeah. Because Andrew Cogliano just isn't that guy anymore. Yep. You're not expecting that guy to score very much for you. No. Like, you you just... I think Evan said it best at the start of the pod. You just... You're, you're in a spot right now where you're only as good as your best players. Yep. Your depth... Your depth is problematic. Uh, it's, it's... You know, you love that Newhook scored. You love that Erod gets a couple of goals, but it, again, it, Rodriguez scores. He gets elevated to that top line. Yep. So it's not even like, hey, your depth is getting right. going. That's like, your first line scoring still. Yeah. Ah, man, it's just so. We we talked about that they were likely to start slow this year, but just like last year and just like the year before that, actually living through it is <laughs> yeah. fucking frustrating. It is. It's, it's frustrating, like this, man, for sure. Because you know that, that they they're so much better. Well, for them to give, I want to. I'm not sure how much you have to say on that, Evan. I'll let you go it's, on it first. I mean, we don't know if if Bedner wants to bench McKinnon after play like that because he's like, I have no one else. Like you just watch him throw those guys out there. We were sitting in the third period every other shift. Those guys are out there because he's like, I, I don't trust anybody else on this team. And, and that's a problem. I want to get into that conversation, too. Not where I thought you are going with it, but we'll get there. <laughs> uh, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. God, if there's ever a hockey game that makes it feel like you might need a drink, it was probably that one. Uh, you can go to breckbrew.com to find it at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator online to do that. And then you can go to Game Time. There's a link down in the description of the video to check out Game Time. Uh, when you go to that, you can find tickets to all sporting events across the country, but that includes, you know, locally here, the Avs, the Nuggets, the Broncos once they're back from London. And they have some of the best prices around, up to 60% off of other prices with Game Time. Uh, you can check them out, go see whatever you want. When you use that link in the description, it helps us out a little bit, too. So get the Game Time app today. Join over 15 million people who get their tickets through Game Time. Second period. Okay. Where do you guys place the blame-o-meter here on Bednar? How much of this is your top guys failing to get the job done, and how much of this is your top guys just running out of gas because they're getting used so heavily? It's, uh, I mean, the bar for the top guys is just too high Yeah. where I can say it's, I can't blame, I can't not blame them because there is definitely blame there, but for sure, 
people in the chat are saying they got to change out the fourth line. It's like, it, what does it matter? Like, they're going to call up two other guys and the, play them three the minutes. The random dudes who play four minutes yeah. a night just have no impact on the game regardless. Swap those like, three with whatever three guys that you want to pretend are going to make It's going to be the same four minutes every night. Yeah. I don't, I really don't, I really don't see what you think is going to change. For me, I'm saying give them eight minutes, give yeah. them nine minutes. And and if Bednar is in a world where he's giving them eight, nine minutes and they look like shit, then yeah, swap them out. Yeah. But they just, they, literally any warm body at the professional level of hockey can play four minutes and get away with it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what was amazing is that Curtis McDermott in that time tonight almost gives up, almost is like responsible for a goal again. Yeah. And takes a penalty. Actively ruins in what should have been a good scoring zone chance. penalty. Yeah. At that, like. <laughs> Just, and yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and harp on Curtis McDermott. Everybody, right. like, it's, people, people understand how we feel. He's not his existence is established as what it is. Unlike the top players, yeah. who's supposed to be the guys carrying the heavy load and are blowing games. Yeah, like this is like this is just a the 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 insistence on that dude, and I just don't get it. Yeah, Natushkin probably should have. He probably would have been good to go today. Bedner said he was feeling a lot better yeah. and probably could have played. But they were just going to give him the extra rest and, for Finland. And the As truth, we said yesterday, yeah. it's just the logical the thing to do. The are perfectly okay with mm-hmm. living in this world of yeah. sitting guys that are injured. And if it means the Avs blow a game, it means the Avs blow a game. They're not going to lose their minds over this in that regard. However, I do think they're going to be very upset about the way that third period went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, what I want to say about this fourth line is like I don't know what Bednar wants from them because agreed. I think Maltsev looks pretty good. Like I've liked Dude. him; he's been responsible. Like he's winning faceoffs. He's engaged physically. Like, like what, what, you, what are what, you asking from yeah, him? Yeah, what else do you want from him? If you just don't trust him, then I don't know what he can do, and I don't know where you go with that because I mean, Kaut is just pretty much invisible most of the game. But you put him on the penalty kill, like you obviously. Have you, some sort of faith yeah. in him. I just don't. Uh, if they just don't have faith in their depth, then what? What was? What were they doing this summer? Like, go find other guys. I guess I don't know. It's just, I, I it's very frustrating. That's that's what's so frustrating right now. Is just like they well, built like, this team and they don't trust the, the unwillingness guys that they to have. use right. What they and have, like yeah. you could get where a coach is like, look, I don't know what we're gonna get out of Dryden Hunt. I don't know what we're gonna get out of. You He's know. on the third line now. But, but then, but then you're also like, okay, you're familiar with Cogliano and Comfer and LOC and Alex Newhook. Yep. And those guys aren't getting any kind of a minutes bump. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're playing Alex Newhook eleven minutes a night. Right. Like, like he has almost identical ice time as he did last year. Yep. And and I'm not I'm not even sitting here saying he should get like I'm not even like specifically him he should get way more but just as a group but you just can't you can't ride your top guys for 27 minutes a night well, every and, night well in a back to back nights like yeah. I I don't uh, part of the diminishing returns that they had tonight you can definitely say is fatigue because they did the exact same thing with their lineup last night and it just seems like yep. It seems so foolhardy to me to think that it's going to have no impact. Mm-hmm. Yep. That you that they they'll just go out and do it. You know, you see the end of it and and maybe maybe it's not laziness, maybe it's fatigue. Uh, yep. Uh, it absolutely from, could be. Especially from McKinnon and, in the third period. And I'm sure it's some of because, both, right? Because but. we almost never see it get that bad. Yep. I mean, 
who make he makes mistakes defensively. He's totally. kind of always been that guy. But that bad, that level of a, of a problem. Yeah, it was. And, and, like, and it's look, a little shocking. The, the shift that led to the game tying goal is for this core gen, genuinely one of the worst shifts I've ever seen them. Yeah, have, ever. And and to add to this, like you, we're talking about they've got problems at forward and like where's the depth? Where are the guys that they trust? Well, they did that because they said we want a high end defense. Yep, we want to go into the league. We want to go into the year with the best defense in the league. Well, when Kale McCarr's not playing up to, to the level that you expect from him, Devon Taves does tonight. Yep. I thought Devon Taves was really he was, good. He was the only one. But Sam Gerrard was awful tonight. Yep. Bowen Byram, not also any good. Also bad. Yeah. And then you have you have Josh you have Josh Manson and Eric Johnson. Why are they together, first yeah, of all? I don't know. What we've that... watched nine games of them not be able to function together. I... Like, we've wa- we were watching them on the PK. Like, and it was well, a disaster. <laughs> this, is why, this is why you're having tons of PK problems. Is yep. Because these two guys are not gelling. And then throwing them out there at 5v5 together? Yep. Like, dude. And more so, it's like some guys can play their offside on defense. Josh Manson is not a guy built for that. And we saw some mistakes in the first period that were ugly. Yep. It, And it was all to put Gerard and Byram together, who were awful together. Like, truly awful. So, Like, their numbers their numbers before tonight together, those two, were really good. And so you're like, okay, you're going, you're Should now be, leaning yeah. into your best players. You're Should taking be all balance away from your defense. And you're saying, we've got one top pair, we've got a true second pair, and then we've got a third pair that we overplay. And that's exactly what they did, and then it just didn't it didn't go well tonight. And by I mean uh, tonight was a night where none of them played well, so it's not like mm-hmm. well break them up and put these like this guy's it, not going and this guy's not. It was going. just like, all bad. It was Devon Taves and all bad. Uh, it, wow, that's crazy. And that's crazy. Oh yeah. Well, so they had it at, they called it on the field, a two-run home run to make it 5-3. And are they saying it's foul now? Yeah, and they're saying that it's foul. They called it back. Uh, How? Well, that's where replay started in I, baseball. I know, but. I just, that's crazy. I don't think I've ever seen that in the World Series. Anyway. Uh, anyway in any yeah. case. Uh, Bedner's so, like, he likes guys on their strong side, too. So to move. I mean, even if you like those guys together and you want to ride that momentum of them playing well, like that's not something he would normally do to move two guys to their offside. Especially since I don't even know if Man- Gerard's done it quite a bit, but I don't know if Manson's ever done it. Yeah, I mean, Gerard on the right side is something that we've seen the in, in Gerard's entire tenure in Colorado. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, oh my God, dude! If Sam Gerard gets another puck and Some goes to his backhand, rips it up the and boards just to nobody, yeah. floats it up the boards to nobody. Yep. Good God, dude. Mm-hmm. Stop. And it, Take a breath. Figure out what you want to do. And if that's the best play that you have, reconsider your station in life. <laughs> My God. And it, it's just brutal, too. It was so hard to watch. He almost hit it again. He, he did. <laughs> right at the wall. Yep. Um, it, it, with Sam tonight, it was tough, too. Wow. Because you saw on the on the Parise goal, you saw Sam's limitations physically. Parise got five, six whacks at that thing because Sam couldn't move him. Well, and, and Sam just kind of stood there. Yeah, right. Like you, you would expect Sam to get into a stick battle or tie him up Trying or do to, something. Like, he's 
one of the reasons that he's so effective is because he's really crafty. Yep. Being effective in areas that he's not supposed to be good at. Mm-hmm. Standing in front and defending in, in front of his own net. It's not a physical battle for him. It's a battle of wits. Yep. It's, you know, he's got to find a way to be effective with the stick and with the positioning. And he didn't do anything, dude. He just stood there and watched Zach Parise just slap at his goalie. <laughs> like, I, part of it was just like, what the hell, dude? Yeah. I, and then they were out there again I, for the third goal. Yeah, they had the eight-minute-long shift where, yeah. I mean, you literally couldn't count the number of errors on that shift from the oh, There were... I might go back and try. Maybe that's a maybe that's what we'll do for in the amazing days off that we have now. <laughs> Break down one terrible shift. Yeah, be like the, the worst shift you've ever seen. Yep. At one point, like Miko was in the middle of the ice and he was just like stumbling backwards <laughs> to, around nobody. Well, and he like he went to put a body on whoever it was in front, and he was like leaning on him, like it was like like using it was like an armrest where he just looked like he was like. Are you trying guy, to take a breather drunk here? Guy trying not to what's, fall what's over happening at the bar? right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, the, I genuinely. I, how many clearing attempts did the Avs just totally flub on that shift alone? Well, and then, like, you lose every foot race. Yep, every foot race. Yep. To 50-50 pucks, they just get to, and, and by the end of it, it's like they're not even trying. Yeah, they're they well, they're totally spent. And I get that, but and you're just like, please, Georgiev. Yeah. Like you're hoping a puck needs to go up up into the glass. Yep. Like yep. they need they need to do something, man. Even an icing would have been a step up from where they were. Yep. I think we all did not like that fourth goal by the Islanders. Yeah, just, I, it beats them on the short side. It's but if you look at that shift before, I think the Islanders had at least ten shots. You're right. He's probably like, exhausted, and that's kind of I don't know. Like. Well, Maybe, yeah, maybe give the guy a breather. Like, this is another question where you can ask for Bedner, where you say, hey. Call a timeout. Call yeah. a timeout after that. They Look, uh, the Islanders called a timeout after their third goal. Yep. Maybe you should call a timeout after their after the third goal. Yep. A long shift like that. Give your goalie a bit of a, okay, hey, I'm resetting. But Bedner has never used his timeouts like that. His timeout usage is the thing that I have criticized for a long, his long entire time. tenure. And... Well, and in a lot of it is like really hindsighty. Like right now, I know what happens next. At the time of the third goal, it didn't even occur to me to take a timeout. But maybe, it, right? Well, and, and look, yes, you'd love a you'd love a better save from Georgiev on the fourth goal. You'd also love your best defenseman to not just fall over and be mad about not getting a call. Yeah, I can see where he's coming from because the stick is on his foot. I, I can see where he's coming and from I can, too. I but can get that, but it also just feels like things aren't going my way. Yeah. It, and we just watched. We just watched what we were really trying. You, you, you to manifested avoid. that yourself. Yeah. yeah, it did. It it really was not an obvious call that for me that I like. I Same. did not think it was a call live, especially the way this game was getting called. Like I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was really a call. I bet you know, on replay. Like I, I didn't. If the Avs are up three one, he's probably not fighting that call too much. Yeah, it's more that. He made, tried to make a move with the blue line. It did not go well at all, and they scored to yeah. take the lead. It was fr- it was a frustration thing. I and think, and you end up in this situation where it's like the Avs are upset and talking to the referees in a game where they've blown a lead, and then they really don't have much of a push to even try and get back into the game. No. It's 4-3, and they spend a handful of minutes 
getting dominated by the Islanders, to be honest. Yeah. And then they, they finally get down to goalie pull time and they push a little bit and obviously they don't score the goal. But When they were talking on the broadcast, it, one thing they got going from, they're mad. <laughs> yeah, it's it like, was, well, they gave up four goals. They should be mad. <laughs> and playing mad's not always Doesn't work for everybody, yeah. Well, we saw immediately after the fourth goal, Makar, like you, you thought like, oh my God, he really is upset. And yep. he goes down. And he deeks the dude at the blue line and gets past him. And he goes flying around the net. And you're like, oh, dude, are we about to see some shit? And then, <laughs> and then the puck just dribbles yep. off his stick, which has happened over and over and over A and over. A lot this year so far. Yep. So, I don't know. It's I, I am way more frustrated with this hockey game than the Devils game. The Devils game was just a giant yeah, nothing burger. Exactly. It was it was just a horrible game all the way around. This was a game where the Avs had stretches where they looked good. And then just... Uh, the reality of it is that they had a 3 nothing lead halfway through the right. game. They, you have that's to a game you win. That, you have to win those games. You just you, have to. You have to close that. Especially considering how much you're paying your defense in yep. those guys. Yep. It just has to be better. We are brought to you by Avaca TV. If you haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet, the Serbia documentary from the DNVR Nuggets just hit that. So go check that out. It's a super dope look into basketball in Serbia and all of that. I highly recommend you can get in on it and watch the background of where Jokic came from. So check them out and get Avaca TV today for just 25 bucks a month at avaca.tv slash DNVR. Check it out. Get in there. Get it super easy. It's got altitude if you want to watch Avs games. It's got AT&T Sportsnet. If you want the Rockies, it's got national channels for football. So it's got you fully covered for Colorado sports. We're also brought to you by the American Raptors. You can go down to Infinity Park at Glendale to watch some of the best rugby in the country at the men's and women's 15 teams. And you also have the Raptors who are playing in league rugby. They brought in a bunch of players from a ton of different sports that you can go check out and play for completely free. Tickets are $0. So go check that out again at AmericanRaptors.com to get your tickets. You can also watch the streaming there too. And be sure to follow the DNVR Rugby account on Twitter. Colton Strickler always keeping you updated with everything going on in the rugby world. And he's got 101 pods if you're new. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Here's... How important is the Alex Newhook goal? I, okay, we'll we, can, we can go there. <laughs> yeah, I figure this is like the last big bullet point that I uh, have yeah. in my brain how, from the game. I, I think it's hard to say how important it is, but if you're looking for a positive, I think that's a positive. He's a guy who we've been saying is close. Mm-hmm. You'd like to see him get one. You'd like to see him get one. close again tonight. He, I mean, yeah. he, he had a great pass to Comfort that Comfort put right into Varley's chest. Yep, and, and I think... Part of the reason why I think it is it is important one for Newhook is that's a great shot. It's a quality, <laughs> quality shot. Went in the like, net. That's why it's it important. Won't. But I mean, it really is like yeah. a. That's not the gimme, gimme out of a slump goal. Yeah, that's a okay. I can do this. Not like a couple years ago. Do you remember during the COVID year? Yeah. When, uh, Rantanen gave McKinnon an empty net, a literal goal free goal to like get him one. Like, yeah. Look, he hasn't had one in a while. Just trying to make him feel better. And Nate was like sitting next to him in the locker room and he was like, thanks. 
You're like, okay. <laughs> These guys don't give a shit, dude. But for a guy who we've talked about is lacking confidence a little bit, that should be a confidence builder for him. Yeah. Even if the goal is ultimately meaningless in the game. Yeah. But, and it's, I think it really comes down to, we'll see. Yeah. Because it feels like, hey, it could be, that's what he needs. If he goes on a little bit of a tear, great. Yep. This might be one where the schedule hurts him. Yeah. He's about to spend five days <laughs> yeah, off. because they're going to have, a, they have a week yeah. off and then they play two games in a row and you're just like, I. So he's anyone watching the live stream watch along probably heard me just yelling shoot anytime he grabbed the puck. I turned into that guy because it's like he, he didn't did take a shot. Time. He didn't take a shot last night. He didn't take a shot through Until two periods period tonight. tonight. And yeah. then the third, his first shot tonight was this weird spinning one from the corner that hit the net. Yeah. And then he gets a, a great chance afterwards. Like get some mojo going. Like I don't know. We'll see. I hope that it gets him going because he sees. I mean, I hope that the confidence boost of him being the guy that they just threw on the ice with the empty net is also something that helps. So it would have been really easy for that guy to be JT Comfort again. Sure, should have been. Anyway, uh, the one question I want to ask here is: You're looking at this game. You have five days off. You're going to have a bunch of practices in Finland. That kind of. I mean, they have two or three. Because they don't practice until Tuesday. So they they have... They'll probably take a day the, off. They practice Tuesday. I'm pretty sure they practice Thursday. Yeah, Thursday's in, the in one that's Tampere. open yeah. to the public. Uh, anyway, they have a couple of days of practice. And, and, and then they have a couple of games. Uh, well, so my question is, because I'm looking at this game, and I don't know that there's a lot that you can solve with practice. <laughs> take it down a notch, Chief. Like... I, I just don't know if you can go into a practice and say, all right, work on this thing, work on this thing. And I'm sure there'll be some of that, but it feels like a lot of the collapse here is, hey, Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, yeah. Miko Randon, just don't shit the bed. Yeah. Like, like you've got to feel pretty confident with the 3-1 lead when you send your best guys over the boards and you're protecting that lead. And for them to play the way that they did was just, for me, man, it, it, it's just unacceptable. Yep. Which is one of those things I don't like to say because I hear people be like, it is unacceptable that you've done this. And it's like, okay, you say it's unacceptable, but there has to be follow-up to that. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's got to be something behind that. Otherwise, all you did was make a lot of noise and everybody moved on. It's fair. So, there, I, I think it's unacceptable that their top guys let them down in such a severe manner. Yep. Such a one-to-one -one link. Not even just one guy in particular, but a one-to-one -one link between your top line being out there and you giving up the lead in the third period. And I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Like, because you don't take it into the Columbus game. No, it's it, not like you bench those guys and play those guys right, ten and, minutes. And in the you've Columbus had five game. days off, <laughs> right? Like, you, I don't know. I don't know. You know. What do they? They have to sit at the front of the plane. They're not allowed to talk to each other. Like, I don't know that there's. They're just. We're not going to see it. But there needs to be something behind the scenes. Something that happens. Something that gets said there, where they're just like, guys, we're better than this. You guys are our best players, especially yeah. with the depth issues that we have. Especially no Nichushkin, no Landeskog. Like, you have to elevate your level. And they those guys were directly responsible for the lead to begin with. Oh, yep. But then they're directly responsible for giving it away. 
It's the Leon Dreisaitl effect. Doesn't matter how many goals you score if you give them all back. So, I, I you know, I don't know. Do you separate them? I, I don't know. I would probably... Nachushkin's back in for the next Should game. Should be back for Finland, yeah. And so I think that uh, my favorite thing in the world is if you're not gonna if you're not gonna have like a set line mm-hmm. to just put pairs together throughout your lineup. Sure. And I think that's what I would do is I I would go, you know, I would go with uh, McKinnon next to Lekkinen and probably Rodriguez now. Given tonight. And then and then Nachushkin Rantanen. Uh Nichushkin new hook and Rantanen. Yeah. And then Cogliano, Comfer, O'Connor. And then and the, the fourth, fourth line, line guys. is whatever's whoever, left over. Whoever's Maltev, healthy that Maltev, night. Maltev, yeah. McDonald, McDermott, if I don't Helm know. if he's back. Is Helm like, on the right, trip? We don't like, even I don't know. even know, yeah. man. Are they gonna yeah, are they gonna bring somebody else? Who knows? So we're at the ten percent of the season, Mark. The Avs are virtually in the same place they were last year, all the way down to blowing a game to move to a 4-4 four and four record. Uh, now the Avs are 4-4-1 four, four and one here, so instead of blowing the next game in overtime, they'd have to lose in reg to have the 4-5-1 and one record this year. Yeah, they have dropped from second in the division, which they were last night. Yep. They are now fourth in the division. And it's still uh, three points, four points to the points top. Two points behind. So still Dallas two points. Lost. Okay. So, But Winnipeg has 10 points, and Chicago and Colorado both have nine points. Minnesota, Nashville have seven, and St. Louis lost again is down at six. So from a standings perspective, You're really there's not a whole not lot here. here. Yeah. And it, it just... And, and it's, it's nine games in. We really shouldn't be talking about the standings. You're, so. you're right. But it, it's worth taking a reality check and going, yeah. the Avs aren't blowing out their doors on the season. They're not going full Vancouver Canucks and taking themselves out of the playoffs in October. Yeah. They're fine. And you are playing the team that is at the bottom of the East. Yep. Just got booed at home. <laughs> um, they are three and six, Columbus is. Yep. Uh, I don't know if they have any other games. I would imagine not. I, I certainly, if you don't at least split in Finland, I think you're going okay. Hang I, on. I think the goal in going into Finland is you want to take them both. It should Columbus be, it, is not very good. It man. should like, be four points. The goal should be four points. But if you split, you're not you're not going. Oh God, what's wrong? If you lose both, at that point you're saying, is there a problem here? Well, at that point you've lost four games in a right, row. Right. Exactly. And. We've talked about don't let one bad day turn into two. Well, yep. they did that. Now don't let it turn into a bad streak. Yeah. Like. Now you're trying. Okay. Well, stop it at two. Yep. Teams teams lose two games all the time. Like that's a normal thing. But it's the teams that don't allow it to turn into three and four. Yep. Those are the teams that are the most successful. Champions don't go on losing streaks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least extended ones. <laughs> Put it that way. It. Uh, oh. Is, is, a, is a long flight good after a game like that? <laughs> yeah, I don't that even know. Is that good or bad? Because. I mean, they're not, they're not, they don't fly. Yeah, they'll fly out tomorrow. Yeah, they'll fly out tomorrow. Yeah. So. Um, but. You know. They're going to go back to the hotel room and they're going to sleep tonight. And, and then. What is that? Like a nine hour flight? 
something like that. Well, I don't, I don't know what theirs looks yeah, like. Yeah, they're leaving from New York, so that, it's probably not that bad. Yeah, so well, it's probably they, yeah, maybe like seven. Is yeah. it directly into Helsinki? I would assume so. Yeah, somewhere. I would assume they fly direct. They gonna they gonna stop in London and go to the Broncos game <laughs> in the morning? Like <laughs> that'd be fun. Actually, they should do that. They don't deserve that. You're. Uh, yeah, that's actually a punishment more I, than anything. Well, I, yeah, I drew. After that game, that's, they might deserve it. That's yeah. the punishment. <laughs> they you have guys, to watch the Broncos. You have to go watch the Broncos in person in London. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm I'm pretty good here. Uh, a game you definitely should be frustrated with. Yeah, you're definitely disappointed. Uh, you, I last night was such a. I don't. I didn't care about last same. night's game at all. Same. <laughs> This one is like there are really big red flags in this red game from this from this game that you just yep you can't have it and if you, not good, and man. look if they rebound and they don't do that shit again yeah fine great you solve the problem they just because last year last year start of the year it was kind of like this too where it was, it was a lot well, like well, this. and we were like. That's both comforting because hey, it didn't like it doesn't. You know they can play out of it, yeah. Anything really, like yep. You you still have so much time to figure out what your team DNA is going to be this year. Yep. Who you're going to be and 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 what you're going to be about and what you deem acceptable and how you know how far things get off the track, whatever. But I I just they've got to they've got to just dig deep on this and they you know have some of the tough conversations that they had last year like hey are you are you serious about this thing is there faith that they can figure it out absolutely but they still have to do it yeah i was when i was watching the first period and then they kind of picked it up is like they don't look like the avs that we've come to know they're dumping it in yeah a lot they're not playing with the pace that we're used to and a lot obviously they're missing some important guys, but also some guys like, that do that particularly well. And, you know, I know that he was, you know, reading my mentions, not a favorite of everyone, but Burakovsky was great at getting, getting the zone and entering the sure. zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a guy that they're kind of missing right now. And they well, just don't have that skill beyond the in the easy line. goal. Yeah. You know, the thing with Burakovsky would give you, yeah, he had his hot streaks, his cold streaks, but. Uh, you could just beat a goalie, you know, mm-hmm. an easy goal where you're not having to work so hard for everything all the time. So, yeah, and and both, you know, that from Burakovsky, but Kadri too. The version of Kadri that we saw last year, yeah. version of Kadri that's shown up to start this year in Calgary, like, he's on fire. Yeah. You know, he's playing with determination. He's playing with speed. It's the best version that we've ever seen of him in the NHL, by far. And... And look, tonight they solved a lot of the problems they had coming into this game. They scored five on five goals. They scored a power play. They scored four goals in this hockey game. Yeah. They just got their heads kicked in defensively in the third period. Yeah, and that's. I mean, we didn't really get too into. We talked about them individually, but team, the team defense again. It was bad. It was. It was fine yesterday, and it was fine through two periods it, today, but not in the third. <laughs> and then in the third period, it was just so. You have about twenty shots awful. in the third period. Yeah. Yep. I knew I knew that the the shots on goal weren't a problem. Yep, because it was ten ten I think after yeah. the first period, and you're like, eh, that's that's a pretty medium yep. event period. Then I think it was twenty three twenty three after yeah, the second. Yeah, and it's like maybe yeah. got a little bit, high, but you're not thinking that that was going to end where it ended. Yeah, it, it had no business ending where it did. Yep, 
None. I, it's just right before that second goal, I think AJ was like, "Man, Georgiev's really making gonna make. <laughs> am I gonna believe?" Yeah. And it, that sucks because the second and third goals weren't really. I mean, maybe you want him to control the second put, shot a little bit or second goal a little bit better, but. I mean, he, he looked like he was balling out again. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they do have their goalie that he he's adjusting a lot quicker than I thought he was going to adjust. Well, and, and he he's adjusted so much faster than Grubauer and Kemper did that we're just like, cool, ride it. Look at, look at him go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ended on a high note here. King of the game is going to Evan Rodriguez. The three-point night is certainly... The, the Avs are desperate for some flexibility in their top six right now, and if he can provide a little bit of that, it's going to go a long way. The misfitting way. crown gets me. <laughs> Too big? <laughs> Where it's like it, it's like a little, like you can see the helmet sticking out yeah, the top it, of It's it going and... like through the back of his head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is, there a ch- is there a chance you made this really last second because I gave you the wrong king of the game? <laughs> There's a chance that I, I led him astray. <laughs> Yeah, this is really on me. <laughs> um, easy, easy king in the game, uh, honestly. It was him or Georgiev, honestly. Oh, yeah, was. There, was, there was no other option. Yeah, the... Uh, Not the birthday boy. <laughs> Not after the third period. Yeah. 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 Hey, but, you know, that's the first king in the game that we've taken away from ranted in on his birthday. <laughs> first career. Uh, okay. We're going to get out of here. We appreciate all y'all hanging out with us. I know some nights you just got to blow off the steam, and this was definitely one of those nights for the Avs. Yeah, last night was a lot more contentious where it was like, calm down, everyone. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> and this, this is the game you're losing, you're, you're going to blow your stack over? Like, this is the game you yeah, do it. You were one game early. <laughs> yeah. That's all it was. The big mads from last night, you guys were just a day early. That's all it was. <laughs> Anyway, we appreciate all y'all hanging out. We are off tomorrow. We'll be back Monday with... St- Actually, we might not be back Monday because they play Saturday. Yeah. So hang so loose on that. There's a really good chance that we're not back on Monday, that we will be back on Tuesday. Yeah, but we will be back with five shows next week, even with them being off for so much of it. Mm. So be sure to tune in for all of that. We'll probably have some other cool stuff planned for the next couple of weeks on the, on the off side too. So keep an eye out for it. But until then... We'll talk to, hey, it's the stoner guy again. We'll talk to you (laughs) next time.